0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind.
1: Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. how you doing yeah i've had better days
0: <laughs> well yeah you fucking have
1: <laughs> i just had to spend 488 dollars to get the starter replaced on my car that i want to trade in anyway so <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been a day here we are though here we are though outside of that it hasn't been too bad Epi- As, episode 12 episode 12 i think yeah i think it is 12 dude
0: can i be honest with you i haven't listened to like i like i haven't listened to the last two episodes
1: ah man
0: i've been slipping man I haven't. I've I've had. I've had the chance. It's just I haven't. I just haven't been getting around to it.
1: Come on, man. I.
0: But see, this is the thing. I got to do something to keep myself preoccupied when I'm on this cruise, when I don't have music to listen to. Mm -hmm. And plan of all of all things. Don't laugh, listeners. Listeners who who know me well enough, please, please don't laugh. I'm planning on buying a book and reading it on the cruise.
1: There you go, man. Yeah.
0: I figured. I figured. Ah, well, it's like something a little bit more productive than just listening to the baby wrap some dumb shit in my ears, while I'm just sitting, like sitting on the boat or something like that. And plus, I feel like it's a gotta be a half decent way to pick up some women.
1: It can't be a bad way,
0: right? Talking about books and shit.
1: Yeah. What kind of uh? What kind of genre are you going for?
0: I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Like something tell like dude, something tells me I really want to get a book by Stephen King. Mm. Like I really want to. Is that watered down now at this point? Yes, it is. I don't know why you drank
1: that. Mm, it wets my whistle.
0: <laughs>
1: wow! Didn't think you were gonna hear that today, did you? R two, R two agrees. That's about what goes on with my taste buds when I drink Baja Blast. Put watered down Baja Blast. That's more of a. I hope this is the right one. I don't think it is. Okay. That was the right one. Uh,
0: nice, nice, nice. Um. But yeah, I don't like. I want to get something, and bring it on the boat, but I don't want to get like anything like too like too big of a book, mm-hmm. and like I like I read like a hundred pages of it, and it's like a seven hundred page book. or and something You just like throw that. it overboard because you're bored with it, <laughs> right? I'm just like, oh my gosh, I gotta get rid of this. But I really like Stephen King. Like The Shawshank Redemption is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, so I'm a big fan of Stephen King. So I kind of want to get one of his books, but his books are so goddamn long.
1: Yeah, why don't you go on the Pat McAfee show and look up on Tuesdays, Aaron Rodgers comes on the show, and uh they have a book club do they yeah aaron Ro- aaron rogers brings on it's it's like once a week once every other week, something like that um and he uh he explains a book, and I feel like they're probably on like number seventeen or eighteen at this point it might be it might even be higher uh <laughs> Him and his, like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. That, like, Italian, like. The Italian thing. If you know Pat McAfee, you know what he does. The Italian, like, hand, like, (laughs) shake. But he does it with, like, the loosest wrist that you could possibly do it with. And there's just. It makes me jealous, man. That you're not Italian? I don't think I am. Or that he's that cool?
0: I wish I could be like Pat McAfee.
1: What was that when he was on College Football Game Day? He's wearing that fucking cowboy hat. What did he say? Whammy, whammy! <laughs> oh my god, dude, I remember that. It was so for funny no, for no reason.
0: <laughs> and here we are with Pat McAfee. Whammy,
1: <laughs> so funny, dude.
0: Like, like, what is like? What's your problem, Pat?
1: That guy's that guy's a gem of a human. Dude, he's loose with it. He's God. He's got some dope ass stories from Morgantown too. Dude, he's got some good stories just in general. Like.
0: <laughs> Like I like I, I told you I told you about the uh, episode I was watching when he was talking about Peyton Manning. Yeah. And uh <laughs> how he how he wouldn't let Austin Collie back on the field after he tried <laughs> to catch a ball with one hand. Yeah. And he like and Austin Collie walked back over to the sideline and Pat's like, Austin, what happened, man? He's like, Peyton told me to get off the field. <laughs> he said he, he said, If you can catch the ball with two hands, don't you dare try doing that shit with one hand. He said he pointed them off the field. Like the coach is like, go in, go in. And Peyton just just like standing there pointing at the sideline. No. Yeah, not letting him back in. Oh, it's so funny.
1: His uh, little stand-up act that he did with uh the like circus line that was loose in Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, that was funny too, man. Yeah, he's like, they run like 45 miles an hour. My scooter goes 44. This could be a fucking problem. <laughs> Dude, he's so
0: funny. And he's, when he was talking about Aaron Donald, he's like, He's like the guy who grew up in the same town as us. I don't know what he drank that we didn't for him to look like that. But like, goddamn, he's so funny. He's so
1: funny. You know what's not funny? Well, it
0: is funny. <laughs> the fucking MLB.
1: So like, we've we've alluded to it many of times before. We have a like a shared note because um, we're both we both have Apple products. We have a shared note, and we have shout out to Apple sponsor us. <laughs> shout out to Apple sponsor us. Um, <laughs> We have it broken down into each individual sport. I was, like, putting stuff down, and under MLB, I just put still sucks. So there is some news that's happened
0: with, with the MLB. I don't, I don't know. You You probably haven't been keeping up with it. I mean, when I work late nights, there's not a whole lot to do, so I just read different articles on sports. So you remember uh, Tyler Skaggs, the pitcher for the Angels that died? Oh, it's disgusting. I did hear about this. Yeah, so they convicted or they— Found him guilty. Yeah. So I don't know if that's being— convic- No, he hasn't been— Whatever the guy who gave him the opiates
1: is guilty of because he knew it was laced with fentanyl.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah. So I can't remember exactly what he got charged with, but the per- but he's going to he's he's going to see his time in jail. Yeah. Also, another thing: Matt Harvey, former pitcher for the Orioles, who played with Tyler Skaggs, also he also openly admitted to giving op- opioids to Tyler Skaggs
1: man y'all just can't be
0: but i mean at the same time matt harvey did come out and say i mean he had he had his problems when he was playing for the mets at the time he was also addicted to cocaine Hmm. so he did come out and say that as well but uh now it's looking like since he openly admitted that in court that's not something that's like of course that provides him immunity when he's testifying against somebody, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't provide you immunity against MLB, so he's probably gonna get suspended as well. Mm. We'll I, see. I I've, I've read I read why it like it, it's an it's an actual it's an actual thing that he's gonna get suspended for. It's looking like a like a sixty day suspension. Nothing like nothing like out of this world. But well, we gotta have a season first. <laughs> that too. So. So, latest negotiation talks. I don't know if you saw this or not. The P- MLBPA, PA, the Players Association, and the MLB met and ended negotiations after 15 minutes.
1: They got 15 whole minutes in. 15 minutes, and that was it. Before they just had to walk out because they couldn't stand each
0: other. Dude, and it's crazy. I mean, I mean, you even said today that the MLB is canceling spring training games up until when?
1: I think March 5th was the date.
0: So, and and this week was the week that... Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report to spring training, like spring. Mm. Spring training was supposed to start was supposed to start this week, and um, the the players' association came out and said, them saying that they had to, or postpone spring training games is completely false.
1: We couldn't be further, further, from a regular season here. Do you
0: think? We'll, do you do you think we'll play baseball at all this season? It'll be a shortened season. How long? Longer than it was two years ago when uh, they played sixty games. Yeah, think probably cut in half.
2: Maybe 80. 81? 81. 81, yeah. It'll be cut in half. I don't know.
0: The way it's looking, I don't think we'll have a season. There's too
1: much money to be lost if there's not a season.
0: But then again, at the same time, I mean, those owners are so... Like, like, I, like I think all the MLB players are going to stand up for something that they believe in. For once, mm-hmm. for once, they're going to stand up and say, "You know what? They're I mean, owners are making hand money hand over fist." I mean, so, are, over so are some of those players. Very true, but then, then again, at the same time, a so, lot of those players aren't. A, a, the majority of the players are not making money hand over fist. Like I mean, I mean, you have like a, it's it's, it's kind of like the same way the U.S. economy set up. Like you have the top one percent, the best of the best baseball players, making thirty, forty, fifty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Then you have other people who single A, double A, making fifty thousand dollars a year.
1: You're middle class.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, hmm. like honestly, like I think if I did the math, I'm pretty sure I could I make more money than some professional baseball players.
1: I think they're technically minor league players, but yeah. Still professionals.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're still on a professional roster, technically?
0: Yeah. They still work for a professional organization. Under their payroll. Yeah. Hmm. So it's just it's just crazy. Another thing that I saw, speaking of like big-time deals, Juan Soto, star outfielder for the uh, Nationals, yep. turned down a 13-year, $350 million deal with the Nats. Really? Yeah.
1: Man, to think they just won the World Series, what, five years ago? Less than that. Yeah. I think, think like three. Three, yeah. Three to five years ago. Then they blew the whole thing
0: up. Now Juan Soto's like the only person left. Mm-hmm. I think they... I think they signed Schwarber. No, they tra- they had Schwarber and then they traded him last season. Yeah. So I mean Juan Soto's really the only only person only per- like Ryan Zimmerman Ryan Zimmerman just retired. Mm-hmm. Like their all time great third baseman. Um, I think he played third base. I don't know. He may have played first. He played he played in the infield, I do know that. It was it was one of the hot corners.
1: He was a corner. Yeah.
0: Um not like Eli Apple, but um, <laughs> bum. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like he was actually good as at, at what he does, um, which we'll 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 get into that a little later. But yeah, I mean, just so much crazy stuff happening with MLB, be right now, man. Like
1: I said, have to have a season,
0: <laughs> dude. I gotta go to at least one Orioles game this year.
1: How cool would it be? And I like this just came to mind. Was not planning this, whatever. Um, so, like, obviously, the NFL has had like the XFL and there's the new XFL, whatever league, whatever. Yeah, right. What if they like USFL? USFL. That's mm, what it is. Yeah. What if the MLB can't come to a, uh, an agreement here and we see some sort of like secondary baseball league start up here in America <sighs> so we can get some some baseball and then we just see the slow decline of a poorly ran sports organization
0: that would be insane
1: i would love it
0: that would absolutely be insane
1: to see rob manfred just completely destroy
0: i think he's the problem man
1: if he, he is like hundred like, percent like if you
0: just move on from rob manfred then I th- I think the MLB will be, will be okay.
1: A 100%.
0: But it's crazy. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Rob Manfred, he's going to do great things for the sport." He's done nothing but crap since he since he became the commissioner of the MLB. Yeah, he's a real shit the bed. Royally. Royally, royally shit the bed. Royally shit the bad. Like people like people thought Roger Goodell was a bad commissioner. No, I actually like Roger, Roger Goodell in, in
1: in comparison to Rob Manfred. I think he's a pretty good commissioner, honestly. Do you? Yeah. I've never, I've, I've never been like a major fan of him. Ratchfordell, no, he he hasn't been bad for the sport.
0: That's very true. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything negative. Um, still doesn't hold anything
2: to Adam Silver. I agree. Adam Silver's just, yeah,
1: spot on. He he was fit for the for the role. Oh, big time. Yeah,
0: big time. Well, I mean, he also did. We're 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 <laughs> topics, but he he did have. Oh, what was his name? David Stern. To, to learn from yeah and david star david Sturm probably the best commissioner i've ever seen
1: yeah and then he choked on his water in the crowd <laughs> i love i love that gift dude yeah it's so funny dude you can use it in so many different situations it's so funny
0: rest in peace david Starmer, but that is one of the funniest gifts i've ever seen oh my gosh he died didn't he i
1: honestly
0: do i not think he know. did I, I i'm i'm pretty sure he died i
1: honestly don't know
0: if he didn't die and there's any any Family members of David Stern that happen to be listening to this, I really apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, may have, I may be thinking of someone completely different. I'm pretty sure he passed
1: away, though. They're calling. They're calling family members. Did you know Granddad died? <laughs> no, he's sitting right next to me. He's sitting right next to me, you shit. What the hell are you talking about? Some asshole in this sports podcast that just popped up on my Spotify you might want to listen to. Canceled. You might like. Canceled. God damn you. Oh, well. So moving on, <laughs> I saw earlier today that the college football playoff committee um, has announced they will not change how many teams are in the college football playoffs until the end of this contract, and I believe it ended in, ends in 2025. So there will be no changes until, I believe, 2026.
0: Well, what you're telling me is we have a chance.
1: <laughs> Eventually.
0: What do, you th- what do you think to go to, eight? I think you have to. 16 would be too much.
1: Yeah, well then you gotta give 1 and 2 a bye.
2: Not, necessar- not necessarily.
1: How could you not? What do you mean? You would have to. You don't? You'd have to give 1 and 2 a bye so that 3 and 6 could play, 4 and 5 could play.
0: Nah, dog.
1: What are you talking about? How do you go to 6 teams then? 16. No, oh, sixteen. I thought you said six teams. No,
0: no, 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 no. Turkey.
1: Oh, I think sixteen's too many. Sixteen is way too much. I
0: think eight's like a good, like
1: a good number. I think eight is the perfect, or maybe even top ten. Once again, you would still have to give some buys, but yeah, with ten, with ten, you would have to do buys.
0: If they did ten, they'd have to do something very similar to like the NFL. Yes. Like one, like one, two, three, four, all get buys. Mm-hmm. And then five through ten play.
1: Wouldn't be mad about it.
0: It makes things very entertaining.
1: Yeah. You still like that, that one through four spot that they are, they are and start
0: now. It, and start it earlier, so you don't give, so you don't give teams such long, long roll in between, in between playing. Mm-hmm. NCAA, call us.
1: Give us a call. We could, uh, we could do this better than you are.
0: <laughs> we got the recipe for success. We have
1: the recipe for success. Dude, they would make so much more money, too.
0: It's more games. They'd make a lot of money, man. It's so much more money. Because, I mean, if you think about it, you'd have along the top four that just played the season. So that was Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Cincy. Mm-hmm. You would have Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma was top then, wasn't they? No, they dropped They out. fell out. Yeah, they fell out. Uh, but Oklahoma State. Yep.
2: Baylor. Baylor. I think Michigan State was still in there. I think you're right. Um. There's like two more I
0: can't think of. Notre Dame?
1: Notre Dame,
0: yeah. And one more. Clemson? No, Clemson sucked this year. Was it A&M? Maybe an m Well, for the second, but what is will A&M? But, I mean, you have all, I mean. Oregon? Maybe? I, th- I think he hit the nail on the head. Maybe Utah. Mm, maybe. Regardless. I mean, those are a lot of other teams that people would want to see play. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Ohio taking a chance? Dude, CJ C. Stroud was must-see TV. Mm-hmm. Oregon is a good team. Utah is a good team. Oklahoma State, Baylor played one of the best Big 12 championship games I've ever seen. It was a good game. It was a very, very good
1: game. Now you got Lincoln Riley going to USC, you got Mario Cristobal going to Florida. Right. You have you have all the all Miami. these
0: All yeah, all these all these coaching moves. I mean, Florida's gonna be up soon. I think LSU's gonna be worth half a shit in maybe two or three years. I think it's gonna take players a little while to come around and wanted to play
1: for Brian Kelly.
0: Yeah, Brian Kelly down there. Or to see if he can actually do it. Because mm-hmm. I mean he had so much so much success playing as an independent school. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just kicking the shit out of everybody. But he also got to make his entire schedule. Exactly. He, now playing in the SEC, you get to decide on three games. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's just decided for you. So that'll remain to be seen. But I mean, uh, yo, who took over for him in Notre Dame? I forget. I forget his name. They're DC. Mm-hmm. be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, it'll give it'll give more ACC teams an opportunity. It'll give more Big Twelve or Pac twelve. Teams an opportunity, yeah. So that's more of a more of an audience watching the games. Mm-hmm. I know a lot. I mean, well, I don't know a lot of people, but I would I would guess a lot of people that are fans of the Pac-12 they probably don't watch it because it gets slighted so often. Yeah. I mean, I think what there's been one Pac-12 team that's made the college football playoff since it started. I think that was Oregon the year that Ohio State won it, like the first year. Yeah, I think that's I think it's the only time somebody's made it,
1: and I'm pretty sure Ohio State waxed them in the championship game.
0: They beat them. I don't know if it was in the championship game. or if, No, they waxed in the game before. Okay. Because then they went on to wax Bama in the championship game.
1: That's what it was. Whoever it was, they waxed Oregon.
0: Yeah they, yeah, they, yeah, they just dominated Oregon. So, I mean, now granted, I mean, I don't think a team such as, like, I think if you put Ohio State up against it, honestly, like, Cincinnati was a very good team this past season, but I think if you put anybody else in the top 10 up against Cincinnati, I think they probably beat them. I think so. Are you asking me if I think so, or are you saying I do think so?
1: I'm, I'm asking you if you think so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, fi- I find it hard-pressed to think of a team that doesn't. Maybe, maybe I was, I was just hyping them up. Maybe a Pac-12 team doesn't. Hmm. I don't know. You, I think,
1: mean, you think they even beat your Buckeyes?
0: Hell no. See? Cincinnati's not beating Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. No, that's the point I was making. Okay. Yeah, no, that was the same point I was making. Like, a lot, like I, think, I think a lot of teams would beat Cincinnati. hmm um, That's just me. I don't know.
1: I, I was right there with you. I think, I said it before, when we, when we were coming up on the college football playoffs, I think the committee was putting them there to set the example to shut everybody up, to be like, look, see, here, this is what you wanted, this is what you got, you made your bed, lie in it. I mean, I definitely
0: think they were one of the deserving teams to make, it, to make the playoff.
1: Yeah, they did deserve it. They went undefeated. They won the conference.
0: I mean, you could have justified them being higher, but mm. I mean, justified. Sure, they, they went undefeated. In all honesty, you probably could have made an argument that they could have been. I mean, they were the last undefeated team in the country. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying they were, but you could have made the argument for them being number one. Mm. It's not a great argument, but you could have made it
1: right. The committee just looks at so many things and it's such a flexible grading scale
0: right there's no like there's no like okay, this team checks this, 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 and this. this team checks this, this and this this che- this team only checks this, but this team they played however many top five opponents close yep, this team th- checks more boxes than them. And they beat X amount of tw- top 25 teams. This team checks every box, but didn't really beat anybody good this season.
2: Huh. Well, let's, uh, let's,
0: uh, let's see what the team that beat two top five teams can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the team that checks every box, let's put them at number four.
1: Yep. That's what I'm saying. It's such a flexible grading scale. I
0: don't know if flexible is the right word. I think flawed is the right word. Well, yeah, flawed for
1: sure, but they're flexible with it. Like they which, make it, they make it up as they go.
0: Which I think if you would, if I think f- I think adding four teams is probably the
1: number. I think it's a good move.
0: I like I, like I th- I it's smart it's safe. Like outside of the top eight teams, I think at that point um, unless unless it's just one of those seasons where it's like, wow, there are so many good excuse me, there are so many good teams that anybody can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. I think inside the top eight, I think everything remains competitive. Most seasons. Yeah. M- most seasons. Maybe except for this season, I think anybody that played the top three, being Bama, Georgia, and Michigan, I'd throw Ohio State in there as well. And honestly, I'd throw Oklahoma in as well. Because, I mean, like, if I, I think if Oklahoma started Caleb Williams from the jump, I think this season would be a lot different for them. I agree. To what regard? I don't know. Cause I don't think Desmond or Desmond, Jesus, Spencer Rattler lost any games.
1: Mm. I could be wrong.
0: Like he was not the starter when they lost.
1: I don't think so, but he, uh, he, he almost lost us a few. Yeah.
0: Very, very, very true. Um, but I think if you guys started Caleb Williams instead of, uh, Spencer Rattler, I think it would have ended different. Um, that's why they have to have more teams. Yeah.
1: I like eight teams. I, I think it should be done sooner rather than later, but I don't get paid to make those decisions.
0: But if, 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 they, if they legally can't do it because of their contract, I get that. Okay? Like, like, if, like, if that's the only thing that's keeping them from doing it, that's a good enough reason for me. Like, I can live with that reason.
1: What if they get, like, conference heads from all the conferences together? Like, hey, we want to do this. What do you guys think? Get a unanimous decision not a majority rules, unanimous decision. I don't know if it's that easy
0: because then you have to because then you have to cancel your entire TV contracts, rewrite them up. Like logistically. Look, you could like they can they could come out and say tomorrow, as soon as this contract is over, we're going to eight teams.
2: Mm. But they almost have to fulfill their contractual obligations.
0: There's always buyouts. Dude, I know John Kyle Perry Segway, John Perry's buyout is something like sixty million dollars. Yeah, at Kentucky for Kentucky basketball, I can't even imagine what the NCAA's buyout from their deal with ESPN would be just to rewrite a new one. They have the money to do it. I know they. Do. I know they do because they op- that they operate off of unpaid labor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking of, speaking of Coach Cal, we're getting into. <clears throat> A
1: Degenerate's favorite time of year. Dude, we are coming up on March Madness at blazing speed. Quick, man. How the hell we're almost through February. Dude, I couldn't tell you.
0: Dude. Also, for those of you who have been keeping up,
2: this is our second to last episode in the current space server. Sure is.
0: Yeah, because then uh, we'll be doing, or Holman will be doing a remote Episode on his lonely. While I'm cruising, there's a Caribbean, Caribbean Bahamas, whatever, unimportant. Um, while I'll be enjoying seventy degrees, he'll be pissed in forty. Um, sure will. And then, um, then it's moving day.
1: Yeah. Then the, the week after that, we're we're moving into the new house, <laughs> and then we'll be revved up in the middle of March Madness, man. Right in the middle of it. So. I feel like it was only fitting that we start talking about it.
0: Okay. What do you want to talk about?
1: I want to talk about uh, who's going to be in that final game of the the tournament there. The
0: final game or who I think is going to win it?
1: Well, who's going to win it? (sighs) Who's your early pick? We can always change it. Who's your early pick, though?
0: My pick from the jump's been Gonzaga. Yeah. From the jump. Just because, I mean, they have so much NBA talent on their roster already. I mean Drew Timmy or Tim, however you pronounce his last name. I, I think, think it's Timmy. I think we've been struggling that since we started the podcast. I
1: think it's just you. I think it's Timmy.
0: Thank you. Anyway, <laughs>
1: um,
0: Drew, who pl- Drew T, who plays for Gonzaga, um, he could like he could have been a high pick last year. Of course, they got Chet Holmgren and they got somebody else. Like they have three big guys there. Yeah. Um. So I've been really big on them, but a team I've, a team I've gotten really big on here lately is um, got to be Kentucky, man. Going Kentucky? I find it hard-pressed not to. What are the odds? So right now, Gonzaga' is still the odds on favorite okay. this is according to Vegas Insider, and this was updated yesterday, so this is the most mm-hmm. most most current odds i i I looked into all this before I started spouting this stuff off just so I didn't look like an idiot if I was wrong <laughs> so Gonzaga's going to plus four fifty uh for those of you who are not too big into um sports betting um in order for you to um like if you bet a hundred dollars on Gonzaga, you can win four fifty. That's what that means, so you come out to five fifty, yeah, yeah, I know you know how it works. I'm just explaining to explain it to everybody else Take they care. appreciate it um so uh so Kentucky is going off at of plus eight hundred as well as Arizona plus eight hundred. yeah had three teams tied for th- for the third shortest odds, Duke Purdue, and Auburn, all the plus one thousand um. Kansas at plus fourteen hundred, UCLA, Villanova at plus eighteen, and then you have one, two, three, four teams. Um, that is Baylor, Illinois, and Texas Tech, all at plus two thousand. Hmm. So there's your those those are your short odds. I mean, this goes all the way up to twenty thousand plus twenty thousand for West's team, Oklahoma. Sorry, I keep making the mistake. Holman's team, Oklahoma. Golly, man! I can't. I can't I... Dude, wait, wait, wait for the day that I start calling you by your middle name.
1: Don't you dare.
0: Then they will know your government. I'm fucked. At some, at some point, I'm gonna start piecing together your social security too.
2: You'll never take me alive. <laughs> You'll never take me alive.
1: Um. So you're sticking with Gonzaga.
0: It's a toss-up between Gonzaga and, and Kentucky, man. Because I think Kentucky. So Kentucky has I, I I I can't pronounce the guy's name, so I don't want to butcher it um but they have the odds on um Wooden Award winner what mm-hmm. which is the um which is the award for the best uh player in college basketball so that's one team that I'm big on um another like another team I don't know why but th- this guy this team has the uh the player with the second shortest odds to be the Wooden Wooden Award winner and those guys who are um Again, his name is escaping me as well. I saw, like, the top 12 um, on the short list for the one award. And uh, he was number two behind the guy from Kentucky. Um, but another team, really favorable odds, plus 5,000, Wisconsin. Mm. They've done it before. They went on the Cinderella run. Was it Wisconsin or was it Indiana? I can't remember exactly. I think it was Wisconsin.
1: All them corn-fed boys. Dude. You kidding me? Come on. You're just corn fed and strong as hell out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, it works some that works in football. I don't know how it necessarily translate to basketball. Hmm. Well, we'll find out tonight. We will. Also we can. Anyway, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Um, but yeah, Wisconsin, that's another team to keep an eye on, plus five thousand. <sighs> um another team, Memphis. They're plus ten thousand. They're playing like crap this season. They're playing like absolute dog shit. But they have a loaded roster, they could turn it around. Michigan's another team. They got the same odds. They could turn it around. They were like, like they were, they've been there the past two years. So those are just some teams to watch out for. Um, in my personal opinion, I could not tell you the last time that I predicted the national championship <laughs> correctly, though. So do like if you're relying on this podcast to tell you who to pick in order to get rich, you're listening to the wrong place. Yeah. Although, who did have I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm gonna talk my shit right quick. Who did have Odell Beckham scoring first in the Super Bowl? You did. So, I also did have him scoring three touchdowns, which I balked on and only picked two. But anyway, that's that's, that's beside the point. Um, I lost my money, so it doesn't make a difference. But anyway, if I had to say right now, I think I'm going to go to Kentucky for the National Championship.
1: Okay. I like Auburn. Do you? Yeah.
0: Auburn's a good team, man. Like good
1: team. Bru- like, Bruce Pearl's a hell of a coach. Yeah, good team. Spent a little time at the number one there. They're The number one ranked team in the country for a little bit there, and they can get back up to it. And They can for sure get back it's, up to it's, it. It's not. It's
0: not like they're out of it. One team that I was really big on was Baylor, but there's one of their star players is down for the year now.
1: Mm, hate to see it.
0: It's like a knee injury, ankle injury, something like something like that. But ouch. Um, so that definitely hurts losing one of your star players. Um, but dude, anything can happen in March Madness. That's what it's there for. Which is why I love it. Love it. Like last, like last year, I predicted. Jeez, what was one of the big upsets? I forget what it is, but it was like a 13 over a 4, or a 4, or 14 over a 3, something like that. Mm. And I got it right. Nailed it. So I'm like right every once in a while, but like there are some I'm like, oof.
2: Mm.
1: I, I think that's a good place to transition into the NBA. And uh, All-Star break coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to talk about something real quick.
1: Oh, heavens.
0: Um, you know what? I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. I, you know where I'm going with it, yep. but I'm, but I'm, I'm going to save it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to the end of this little segment, so we'll just go ahead and talk about the NBA now. Okay. Um, so I did see that, uh, according to oddsmakers, I don't have the odds in front of me, but the Phoenix Suns have now taken over as the odds-on favorite to win the NBA title. Doesn't shock me. Also, another thing that I saw, I'm pretty sure the Suns have lost something like, oh, what was it exactly? I'm pretty sure the Suns are one thirty seven and sixty since the bubble. Good gracious. That's insane. That's
1: insane, dude. Like,
0: like like the Phoenix Suns, you and I like were watching when we were in when we were in high school were spastic. Spaz. They were like laughable. Now here they are. They're one of the best teams in the league. Um I'll start with the West since I'm talking about the Suns. So uh, the Suns are currently in first place. They're the best team in the, all of the NBA. Um, they've actually already clinched at least a bubble spot. A play-in spot. Already. Oh, my God, dude. They're sitting at 48-10. and 10. They have a 6.5 game lead on the, on the Warriors, who are sitting at 42-17. and 17. Think about that. The Warriors have won 42 games, and they're 6.5 games back in the conference. Dude, the Suns are just playing
1: stupid good.
0: And, you know, a lot of people are like, you know what? They're going to buy out Chris Paul when he got traded there. Like, Chris Paul's not going to play there. He's going to go somewhere else. I was one of the people that thought that, too. Yeah. Because I'm like, what the hell does Chris Paul want to do there? <laughs> but it's but it's working out real well. He's been a great mentor to Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, who was the number one pick the same year that Luka Dodgers and Trey Young got, got drafted. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually playing like a number one overall pick now. Not that he wasn't, but he's actually like started to dominate. Yeah. Which is something very, very scary for the NBA. Um they have a really good supporting cast. Uh Cam Johnson, they got Mikhail Bridges, uh, a few other guys over there, but they're a very, very good, very, very deep team. That's another team that I can see making a run of the finals. Yeah, they could run it back. Yeah. Um So to continue with the with the standings, uh Golden State's number two. Uh Memphis is third. Um, Utah, four. Dallas is fifth. Denver is sixth. So those are the guaranteed spot, spots for the playoffs. The bubble teams, uh, seven, eight, nine, and 10. You got Minnesota, the Clippers, the Lakers, and then sitting at 10th right now is Portland. Mm. Then you got uh, the Spurs, Pelicans, Kings, Thunder, Rockets. Um, Also, did you see that Greg Popovich is now, I think, two or three wins away from becoming the all-time winningest coach in NBA history?
1: I did not see that, but it doesn't shock me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he—I'm forgetting the name of the the coach that he passed for second place, and he's only like three games behind. Mm. Yeah, so Greg Popovich is going to break that record this season, which is deserving. Very, yeah. very, very, happy for Greg Popovich. I Great wish he would. I wish he re- would retire at this point now because he's just like, like he's kind of like the Bill Belichick. Yeah. Like he's so damn successful that you're like, oh my god, like just just get the record and and leave. Just shoot. Just get the hell out of here. Just we, just we don't want to deal with you anymore. <laughs> um, switching over to the East, uh, it's a it's a two way it's a two way tie for first place, but Miami owns the tiebreaker over the Bulls. Uh, they're both sitting at thirty eight and twenty one, um, which would be good for. Fourth place in the West. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's insane. That's just nuts. So they're both 38 and 21. Uh Philadelphia 76ers. Um, it's crazy. Uh three through five are all two and a half games back. Um, Philly is third. Cleveland is fourth. Didn't think you'd ever hear that up there without LeBron James. Without LeBron being mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee's fifth. Boston is sixth. The play-in, you have Toronto at seven. The down bad Brooklyn Nets at eighth, uh, Charlotte at ninth, Atlanta at ten, Uh then to finish out you got Washington eleven, the Knicks twelve, Pacers thirteen, Pistons fourteen, and then the worst team in the NBA is the Orlando Magic at fifteen.
1: The Knicks are terrible,
0: <sighs> dude. It's crazy. I like like the, like the Knicks last year were the Bengals this year called lighting in a bottle worked out for him real well mm-hmm. and. Now here they are, kind of shit to bed. Yep. That's foreshad- foreshadowing what we're going to talk about. I don't know if we're going to talk about in the NFL or not. Regardless, it's not important. Mm. But um, one thing I did see, did you see that uh, DeMar DeRozan broke a Wilt Chamberlain record? I
1: didn't know he broke a Wilt Chamberlain record. What was it?
0: It was the most consecutive games with scoring 35 points or more and shooting over 50% for the field. Jeez.
1: DeMar DeRozan's done it for eight straight games. <laughs> I did see that last night, uh, Luka Doncic set a new franchise, um, or he was the first player in franchise history to have a game of 45, 15, and 5. 15 what?
2: Assist? I believe it was assist. I was going say, 15 boards?
1: If, I, it, if, if, if it's 15 rebounds, I'm, I'll be shocked. I just saw a four, 45, 15, and 5. That's all it said on the, uh, on the thing. Here we go. Uh, where the Mavericks go? There they go. Pelicans box score, 15 rebounds. No shit. His stat line was 49 points, 15 boards, 8 assists. Dirk Nowitzki never did that? Apparently not.
0: That's insane to think about, man.
1: Yeah. First player in franchise history for 45, 15, and 5.
0: Like, for those of you that don't know, Dirk Nowitzki was was 6'11. Luka's not 6'11. Dirk Nowitzki could Jimmy. Dirk could Jimmy, man. <laughs> Dirk was Dirk was nasty. Um, I'm going for Luka.
1: Yeah. He's having a good He's having a pretty good year.
0: Dude, L- Luka's a good player, man. Yeah. got a for him. Yeah. Um, I just, I just got to go back to the Brooklyn Nets, man. They're playing so bad right now. I don't know why.
1: Because they don't have anybody.
0: Well, that doesn't make it. One thing I did see about the Brooklyn Nets, I saw Ben Simmons warming up and warming up the other day. He hasn't played yet. Um, but he was just shooting around before the game. I watched him make about 10 threes in a row. From
2: the corner. Hmm. I was shocked.
1: Okay, so I can make an open three in warm-ups. Very true, but then again, at the same time, Ben Simmons can't. Clearly he can. He made 10 in a row. I, I look like I could be in the NBA if you give me enough open time on a jump shot. Right. Then I mean, you put me in the NBA, and I'm going to look like I don't belong anywhere near a basketball court ever again in my life.
0: Well, that's fair.
1: Look, I don't know. All, all, all I know is that
0: Brooklyn's down bad. Down bad. Real down bad. But yeah, Cleveland. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me either. But you know, Evan Mobley, um, the rookie, the rookie they got in the first round, he's playing so darn good. Another guy playing real good. Crazy. This is like this. This will be nuts when when um when I tell you about this. This is a guy I have talked to you about before
2: mm-hmm.
0: for the Thunder. My boy Josh Giddy. dude, he is the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple double. Really? He's done it. He's broken. He now holds the top three spots of the youngest player with a triple double.
1: That's insane. Like, over LeBron. I saw an interview of uh, he was inbound. Like, they were talking about him inbounding the ball. He's like, yeah, we drew up a play. And uh, once we got out there, I completely disregarded it. (laughs) (laughs) And he threw the ball to a spot knowing that his teammate was going to be there. His teammate was there, and he laid it up and in. He's like, yeah, we dropped a play. I completely disregarded it. <laughs> Openly said it in an interview. I'm like, he cares. Man? That's a guy I could cheer for. <laughs> Dude, I was a big fan of Josh Giddey when he was coming out of the draft. Yeah, he's a guy.
0: I was I was hoping that he would end up getting to the Wizards, but that didn't happen. Mm. Or the Corey Kispert, I mean, the guy, the guy the Wizards drafted in the first round. He's not playing bad. No. Um, let's see. You want to go over stat leaders so far this season?
1: Yeah, let's just hear it real quick. I gotta find him. Give me a minute. Why would you do this to me? Because I love you.
0: Oh, All right,
2: so, that. um,
0: let's see here. We'll just do, we'll just do the ones that are worth noting. Um, so so far, your your um at season end of the day, your scoring leader will be Joel Embiid at twenty nine point six points per game. Rigo Bear is averaging about fifteen boards a game. Chris Paul is averaging a almost eleven assists a game. Miles Turner of the Pacers, he is averaging 2.8 blocks, which leads the NBA. And then DeJounte Murray, all-star DeJounte Murray, is averaging about two steals a game. Mm. Rudy Gobert is the leader in field goal percentage at 71%. He's making baskets more often than Matt Stafford was completing passes this season. Hot dog. That's also foreshadowing. Um, P.J. Tucker is the three-point percentage leader in the NBA big in about 45% of his threes. Dang. With that said, Steph Curry leads all made threes. He's made 251. And then for all of you fantasy basketball players out there, I am not. I know you are not. uh, Jokic is averaging about 56.8 fantasy points per game. Golly. Which, in football standards, is bonkers.
2: But I'm sure like the top five all average fifty.
0: So still, that's insane. Yes, that's that. Um but big thing that happened last night, I think returning from his first game since being injured, right?
1: A D? Um I don't know if it was his first game back, but it was his last game for a little while.
0: Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis for the Lakers, he was out for a while,
1: and uh, he had, he did something. I forget what it is. He had a bad sprained ankle. He did? Well, I don't know what he had before, but I know his current injury. Yeah, it's is... bad. Yeah, so he's, like, he's hurt
0: again, which is so unfortunate because I think Anthony Davis is one of the top five players in the NBA when healthy. Yeah. But that's always been the star next to him. When healthy. When healthy you can never, like you just can't stay healthy. It's kind of like the Brandon Roy effect. Like Brandon Roy was so damn good when he came into the league. Mm-hmm. Like like even people like Kobe, McGrady, Vince Carter, they're all like that boy Brandon Roy had it. Yeah. And he just couldn't stay healthy. So now question being, if you're the Lakers, knowing the injury history, is that enough for you to, like like just the talent of what you've seen him do? Is that enough for you to justify of keeping him on the roster? Or do you try to make a move elsewhere?
1: If I'm the Lakers, I'm moving off of him. Trade him to Chicago. They got some pieces over there. It's where he wants to go. That's his hometown. Chicago
0: is not the place I expected you to
1: say. Yeah. That's I, his hometown. I don't know what I did expect you to say, but it wasn't Chicago. Dude, Chicago. You you swap. You give, you give him AD. You get DeMar DeRozan. You bring DeMar home. You send AD home. Dude, they're not gonna trade a martyrism. I'm just saying, there's some pieces that could be moved. I think they would trade Vucevic.
0: I think they would trade
1: Patrick Williams, the first round pick last year, and maybe maybe another piece or two. Now nah, you got to give up something more than that for for AD.
0: Well, I mean Vucevic alone. I mean, I mean that covers the that covers the salary for the most part. Patrick Williams, he's a great three and D player already, and he's his game is ever developing. Although he's hurt at the moment, I believe. Um, but dude, they're not going to give up Zach Levine. I'm not giving up Zach Levine. I wouldn't. I'm not giving up Demar Derozan either.
1: Mm. I mean, if I was them, I'm not giving him up. But
0: right. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, we're cheering for LeBron. We want we want nothing but success for him. So of course we want we want him to get Demar Derozan and everything like that. But. I almost think you have to move on from him. You have to. Train him back to New Orleans. Yeah, trade him back to New Orleans. <laughs> trying to get, trying to get Brandon Ingham and Zernan. <laughs> well, now you can't because trade deadline's over. But now they're just gonna have to suffer with it. Yeah, and just and just and just deal with deal with whatever they have to. Speaking of the Lakers. This probably could have been thrown into a laughable laughable moment spot. <laughs> Saw this right before we started recording. NBA 2K, the video game, they do like weekly updates on their oh, overall heavens. overall for players. And uh, real down bad, Russell Westbrook's now a lowly 79. He
1: could be lower. Could be could be and should be. <laughs> could be and should be lower. To put,
0: to put this into perspective, in years past, Russell Westbrook's been up around the 90s. He's been one of the better 2K players that you could possibly play with. Like he doesn't shoot the ball well, but. I mean, the way that I play, at least, just running gun up and down the, up
1: and down the court, he's like, he's, like, perfect. But now, down bad, 79 overall. Yuck. Also, in 2K, you can get those green releases, and it doesn't matter. That's true. It's kind of like, like playing Madden with the Giants. You have Daniel Jones at quarterback. You're the quarterback, so Daniel Jones can't make the stupid decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that's very true. I mean, dude, I've, I've taken, like, some, like, no-name player, and I've dropped 50 of them before. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, eh, he could and should be lower.
0: Dude, I... Like, like again, I keep, I keep going back to this, but, dude, I... Like, I'm still so thrilled that the Wizards traded him away. Because, dude, we've, we flipped him into Porzingis, Vernon Carey, which I'm not overly excited about, Ish Smith, which I'm not overly excited about. Um... Like I'm pretty sure the Wizards are like the Wizards are closer to the first seed in the East than the Lakers are in the West.
1: The Lakers, I believe, are twenty games out.
0: They're down bad.
1: Then again, the Suns are also the best team in basketball. So That's
0: very true. And the and the team in second place is only six and a half games back. Like I'm pretty sure six and a half games back in the east. Um seven games back in the east is eighth place in the east. Well,
2: that's
0: kind of Yeah. Geez. Yeah. So I mean I mean like like the Wizards are 10 and a half games out. Fair. The Lakers are the Lakers are 21 games back and they're in the play-in. The Magic are 26 games back and they're in the last place. Mm. Golly. So put that in, I mean I mean I mean to put that into perspective, that's how good the Phoenix Suns have been this season. Fair. Like they're on fire. Yep. Like absolutely on fire.
1: Shout out NBA Jam, sponsor
0: <laughs> Shout out NBA Jam, sponsor we But all star, all star weekends is is this weekend? Sure is. Who do you have in the dunk contest?
1: I don't even know who's in it.
0: Oh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Cole Anthony, Obi Toppin, Jalen Green, some dude whose name I can't pronounce. I'm going to Obi. A lot of people are saying Cole Anthony's gonna win, which shocks me because Cole Anthony's not like a not like a tall guy, nothing like that. I think he's like six two. But I guess he got some money. But, yeah, i got to go Obi Toppin. I'm going Obi. I mean, he, he's, he's the only one who actually has experience. He did it last year. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make a difference. But I saw Obi Toppin do some weird shit at Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> and you put you put him in just a free, freestyle kind of deal. Like, I, gotta, I, I just got to stick with him. So one thing, I, one thing I was alluding to earlier in regard to the All-Star game. So the performers for this for <laughs> this weekend have been announced. This was gonna make a laughable moment spot, but I just gotta talk about it.
1: It'll be a good segue.
0: Yeah, it, it it'll be a good segue. So so the lineup's actually pretty good for the performance. Sure is. I, I told I told you about it all oh, with the exception of one person. I'll get to that. Um but uh DJ Khaled, um, Ludacris, uh Lil Wayne, who my buddy thought was dead. <laughs> um <laughs> There's Gunna, there's Lil Baby, there's D'Amigos. For those of you who have no clue who I'm talking about, look some of them up. Music's pretty good. Um, You can't always understand what they're saying, but it's okay because you don't necessarily have to. Just enjoy the beat. Just enjoy the beat, enjoy the vibe that goes
1: along with it. (laughs) Enjoy the ad-libs.
0: Yeah, for sure. But there's one person who just bothers the hell out of me. It doesn't it doesn't fit the vibe. No, not at all. But it was the same thing with the halftime show. So, now that I said that, you could you, everybody could probably guess who I'm alluding to. They're they're allowing Mary J Blige to perform on stage in front of the public for National Sports for for a fucking professional sports thing. Again. In 2 weeks. Yeah. Dude, I hadn't seen Mary J Blige do anything in 2 years. And now 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 all of a sudden, hey, Let's let her perform
1: in front of hundreds of millions of people in two halftime shows. Right at the Super Bowl and the NBA All-Star game.
0: <laughs> like what the hell is your problem? D- dude, we straight up just watched her have a seizure <laughs> on the ground.
1: I still don't think she had the worst performance of the uh Super Bowl halftime show. Well, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I th- I still think it was Kendrick. The first half of his set he was just sitting in a little box making noises. <laughs> Well, that's very true. And that's coming from someone that makes a lot of noises. <laughs>
0: Valid. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But, like, can you tell me any songs by Mary J. Blige?
1: Um,
0: I'm probably asking the wrong person that question.
1: There's, uh, was it, uh, I forget the name of the song, but what is it? Like, Um, Her and Jay-Z, Concrete Jungle. That's Alicia Keys. Is it Alicia Keys?
0: Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Um, yeah, I like I can't name a single song about
1: Mary J. Blige. At least with Kendrick Lamar, I knew what he was saying. Cause, like, 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 family? I think that's one. I think that's a Mary J. Blige song. Family? Family reunion? <laughs> family reunion. That's what it's called. Ha! Bitch. <laughs> Dude, you're so proud of yourself. <laughs> oh, this week that I'm gonna do it myself is gonna be so much fun. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a scary episode to listen to. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know why they're allowing her on stage again. It just like it confuses the hell out of me. Cause like, what the hell does she have anything to do with ludicrous? Yeah, it just doesn't fit the vibe. No, in all honesty, ludicrous doesn't even really fit the vibe.
1: I mean Loki. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, don't, like, don't get me wrong. I love listening to some Luda every now and again.
1: Okay. Wait. Where is it? what are you talking about where's the all-star game cleveland oh yeah then i don't know because <laughs> if it was atlanta then it would make sense
0: right like all like uh, that's another thing those are all atlanta rappers although the only like the only um the only cleveland rapper that i can really think of is drew hmm. and no fly zone I, I think that's the group that he's a part of maybe um but like lebron listened to one of his songs and one of the videos that he posted on instagram one, one day um <laughs> My man TJ put me onto him, so shout out TJ. Shout out to TJ. Um, idiot, in big time, but I just don't get it. But outside of Mary J. Blige having that seizure on the ground and dude, it was a damn good halftime show. I enjoyed it. And outside of up the martyr hooting and hollering standing in a in a cardboard box, um, yeah, I thought it was a good halftime show. I saw I saw a funny Did I sent that, it that, that that uh that meme of um fifty yeah <laughs>
1: w- w- wait a minute let's just talk about where the hell he came from
0: yeah 50, like dude 50 how long do you think 50 cent was hanging out there before the halftime show started he had he had to have been there when they built the set now yeah no,
1: he wasn't there very long
0: dude fit, like 50 cent been hanging there for at least two days just
1: doing uh just doing sit-ups he looked like oscar from the office hanging in the doorway <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he did oh my <laughs> gosh that was so
1: funny <laughs> uh i just want like so in the club came one i was like oh shit and then they like panned down to him like oh my god is that 50 cent no oh, it's not 50 cent damn ziggy grease ziggy's gone ziggy done going crazy
0: yeah god i can't, <laughs> I can't wait for, to not have to deal with this anymore
1: <laughs> anyway so i was like that's not 50 cent is it i was like no no i didn't i was like oh Shit, it is, dude. 50's chain was hanging right in his mouth. <laughs>
0: I've been there. <laughs> like he was hanging upside down, and his his big ass fifty was just in his was just in his grill piece. <laughs> that was so funny. Also, Snoop Dogg was straight up just crip walking on the stage. Yeah, I mean. So my, so, but like, like Snoop Dogg's like, Snoop Dogg's like one of those people that really like, ah, oh, he's harmless. And then, then you find out I uh, smoking a fucking blunt before he goes on stage. Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure on the way to the field, he was smoking, smoking weed and then he starts Crip walking
1: okay so my thing is all right so there was a lot of like controversy quote-unquote controversy around the halftime show because snoop dogg was smoking a joint in the stairwell of this set in the middle of the stage and then eminem took a knee um after roger cadell told him not to my thing is shame on you for thinking they weren't gonna do that see see
0: see that's 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 the whole thing like eminem Eminem has made an entire
1: career off saying, fuck you. Yeah. I don't listen to you. Right.
0: Like, I, like, I'm not listening to a single thing you say. Like, I'm going to do what I want. I'm my own person. Like, like if, like if Eminem's whole thing is, if you don't like what I have to say, don't listen.
1: Yeah. He does not give a shit about anybody else's opinion. No. Nope. So if you thought he was going to actually listen to you, that's your own stupid fault. See, the whole thing with Snoop Dogg, like, I'm not mad that Snoop
0: Dogg is crip walking on stage. I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. But like, like the NFL had to have known what they're getting themselves into when they said, "You know what would be a really, really good idea if we get Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar." Just the thing. Like, I can't even imagine how the production meeting went for that for that show. Mary J. Blige, I want to have a seizure on, I want to have a seizure during my performance. Okay, cool. Kendrick Lamar. I just want to hoot and hoot standing in a a fucking box. Okay. That's what you want to do. 50 Cent. I literally want to be introduced upside down.
1: 50. You're not even really a part of this, but sure. (laughs) Sure. Fuck it. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Eminem. I'm going to take a knee and have some weird white shit just explode off the stage when I start. Okay. Dr. Dre had like a whole ass soundboard. On the stage, which I thought was fake. I genuinely thought it was fake until I watched Yo, like dude who was playing the piano, got it from the piano, walked over to the soundboard, and then Dr. Dre walked over to the sound, walked over to the piano, and then dude started twisting knobs on, on there. And I'm like, huh, it, it still could be fake. It still could be fake. Anderson Park, straight up. Was
1: smiling so hard that I could feel it in my in my face. I know. Sarah asked me. She's like, she's like, that drummer's having a good time. I'm like, ah, it's Anderson Pac. She's like, who? And I'm like, he's like a musician, drummer person. Then it pans over, and you see Anderson Pac right there on the drum set. I'm like, ha! Right, like, like, like he's
0: like he's in the middle of beating the shit out of the drums. And my sister's like, who's that? I'm like, it's Anderson Paak. I'm Like, that's kind of cool. Right. That was a, that was a dope little like uh, guest. Right. Yeah. And then and then you have Snoop. High as hell. High as hell, dressed like a crip, doing the
2: crip walk, like, not a care in the world. Love it. And they're like, like, the NFL had him be sitting
0: there like, this is not how the production <laughs> meeting went at all. Like, they had to have been, like, sitting back and like, are you
2: kidding me? Are we going to let this happen? <laughs> and someone's
0: just like, fuck it, How bad could it be. Can't be worse than the weekend's halftime show. He just look confused. Yeah, it was so stupid. Dude, look at the bright side. Here's
1: the bright side. The year before, it was Shakira and J-Lo, and all they did was shake their butts.
0: Wasn't mad about that.
1: But at least we didn't see a titty pop out. <laughs> I made the joke. I said, this has been the most interesting halftime show since uh, Janet Jackson's titty popped out. <laughs> and my sister and Sarah were like, really? I mean, you're not wrong. Where's
0: the lie? <laughs> Dude, straight up, when this halftime show started, and uh, Fifty started, or not Fifty, uh, Dr. Dre started rapping. I was my, my mom was watching the halftime show with me. She's like, she's like, I thought Dr. Dre was dead. <laughs> I'm like, no. She's like, who died from that group? She's like, was it Ice Cube? I'm like, no, it was Eazy E, mom. <laughs> like, come on. The two most relevant people from N.W.A. you think are both dead? Idiot. <laughs> I love my mom though. I I should I shouldn't say. me. Yeah, take it back. Say so you're sorry. <sighs> well, I won't do
1: that, but I do love her. Okay. So, but I thought it was the best halftime show I've ever seen. I would agree with you, honestly. I would agree with you. Yeah. I think the like I said uh, jokingly, and you should have seen Sarah and my sister's face light up when I said this. I said, uh, the, I think I think the only thing that could top it is maybe like next year we get like Green Day and Fall Out Boy up there, and they their faces like lit up, and they're like, oh, my inner emo kid just like. Dude, Green Day, Green Day got it before, I think. We might have. They get like Fall Out Boy up there. Dude, we just get like some, some like emo rock going on up there. Woo. I might be, a, I might be in for something. Could you imagine the killers for Mr. Brightside?
0: Oh, God. Dude, the whole. The stadium might burn down. Dude, the whole country would catch on fire. I don't think it's the worst thing for the country. It's honestly not. It'd probably, it'd probably, <laughs> it'd, it'd probably get
1: rid of all the damn COVID. That's controversial. I don't care. it on fire? It lowers the gas prices. Ryan started the fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would def- it would definitely lower gas prices.
1: Um so what'd you think about the Super Bowl? Meh.
0: Yeah. What do you mean meh? I I mean I didn't, I didn't
1: what, know. it was a good fucking game, dude. Meh meh. It got entertaining, but there but for a while there it was like Well yeah, there was like a I think there was like a seven or eight series stretch where it was punt, 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 punt <laughs> until The Rams went down and scored the go ahead touchdown.
0: Right. So, so, I mean, first of all, congratulations to the Rams. Um, I think early in the season, like before the season even started, I think the Rams were my Super Bowl pick. I walked back and forth on it a few times. Um, like at some point, even though, like, even the Ravens were my pick to win the Super Bowl, but that was when we were fucking seven and two or whatever, whatever. whatever. When we were biased. (laughs) Yeah. when, 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 when we were very blinded by what was going on. Um, so I mean, shout out to the Rams. You know they they got Matt Stafford, brought him in, it worked out well. You know Robert Woods goes down the same time they get Odell in. Um, I felt really bad for Odell because he dude, dude was on his way to winning the MVP of the Super Bowl. Which you called? Which which I would have been spot on with.
1: Yeah, he was having a hell of a game. I needed him in a few bet and a few more bets. Um. And I think the offense the offense definitely declined when he left the field. Oh it absolutely. Wasn't, it wasn't even just the passing game mm-hmm. that declined. It was the running game that declined too because they couldn't do anything because it was like we could just put two people in Cooper Cup and we'll be fine.
0: You know it's crazy. So Odell only played until halftime. He was still the second second leading receiver on the team.
1: He was having he was having a damn good game. He I, had the
0: third most receiving yards in the entire game. Third?
1: Look. Yes, third. Right. I, I look, I am by no means Odell Beckham Junior's biggest hater, but I'm by no means his biggest fan. I like him. Uh, I'm a big Odell fan. I always have been. Like, I like. I like him. Some of his shenanigans kind of irk me. I'm like, eh, well, I could yeah, do without I, that sometimes. I agree with you there. But I'm not a hater. But I wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan. I was actually really sad to see him tear his ACL in the Super Bowl. Oh, like that. dude, are you
0: kidding me? Like, and and it would have been for any player. Because the crappy thing is, now that takes away from what he that, that takes that takes away from what he's going to end up doing next season. Yeah, he can't play. He's not going to play next year. Absolutely not. Which I mean. I've said it before. When Odell Beckham is on his shit, he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Yeah, like like him playing good and him doing like like as long as it's all working out and as long as he's like not doing anything over the top, I think his antics are pretty good for football. Like it sh- it shows people like hey like we can solve personalities. Absolutely. Um yeah. That's one thing that I think is wrong with the MLB. We already talked about the MLB, so I won't I won't dwell on it a, a whole lot. But um,
1: yeah. I mean. The Rams deserved to win that game. I agree, and there's a lot of controversy about the end of the game, um, which I think is a lot of bullshit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could you could look at any close Super Bowl and think to yourself, "Wow, what the hell? That should have been called, dude." I go back to a lot of people say Jimmy Smith interfered with Michael Crabtree when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. But that that's that's what a lot of people say. But dude, I mean, people like like. The refs weren't calling anything the entire game. I get it. Why start? Why start throwing the flags now? Now at the end of the game when the game's on the line, why do it now? But then again, at the same time, if they throw that flag on T. Higgins, yep, when he yanked Jalen Ramsey to the ground, although he didn't really, Jalen Ramsey overplayed the ball. Yes, it's st- like what T. Higgins did was still a foul. Yeah, still a flag. It, it, it's still like the like. But I I will I will say it was all very very exaggerated, um, more than it should have been. Um, if like if Jalen Ramsey doesn't overplay the ball, I don't think it like I think it gets called. But I think his momentum was already going that way, so refs are like, oh, he just tripped. Yeah. So so I get that. Um, controversy or not, it doesn't make a difference. Rams are gonna win the we are going to win the game regardless.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's the, the, the Logan Wilson one, the holding call that everybody's all up in arms about. But if, if you guys watch the game, there was the game before. Daryl Henderson was coming out of an angle route out of the backfield. And I don't remember if it was Logan Wilson, but it was a player for the Bengals. Bear hugged him and then let him go. And the ball was thrown to him. And it wasn't called a hold. I'm like, that was a blatant hold. It doesn't get more blatant than that. And then on the next play is the Logan Wilson hold on Cooper Cup that everyone's up in arms about. I'm like, that's called a makeup call, guys? Right. That's all it is. And then the Rams had to score two touchdowns to win the fucking game. They scored one, and then it came back because of offsetting penalties. Then they had to come back and score again. Yeah. It's not like it
0: wasn't earned. The Rams weren't going to be denied that game. But see, now... This is me doing a little bit of a deep dive. I did, I, I, I did, I did my homework. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so, so of course the whole, the whole narrative going into the game was, would the Cincinnati Bengals be able to stop? Stop. You can't stop. Slow down the pass rush of the Rams. Because they did for the first half. Yeah, and so, so doing a little bit of a deeper dive into that. During the first half of the game, Joe Burrow was throwing the ball at an average of 2.1 seconds per pass, Mm -hmm. which was faster than the fastest average time this season of what Ben Roethlisberger did, by almost two-tenths of a second. Jeez. So, I mean, mean, he was just getting the ball out, getting the ball out, getting the ball out, getting the ball out. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you double or triple team somebody like Aaron Donald or Von Miller or even Leonard Floyd, because, dude, Leonard Floyd would be a number one pass rusher on any other team in the NFL. Yeah, he can get after it. So he so he's a so you got three guys who can just get after it, no problem at all. Yep. The whole problem is is that I think that home run that they hit the T Higgins. I think Joe Burrow has thought to himself, you know what? If I can hit one more, if we can hit one more of those, game's over. Which I which I would have agreed. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit another home run pass and it goes for a touchdown, I think that game's done because I think it, like at that point Jalen Ramsey had been beaten twice. Mm-hmm. Legal or not, doesn't make a difference. He's been beat twice twice at that point. Mm-hmm. Like those are the two longest passes. Jalen, like that was the like that T Higgins touchdown was the longest pass Jalen Ramsey has ever allowed in his career. And he's been in the league for
1: quite a few years.
0: For quite a few years now, at this point, it's not like he's just been around for two years and nobody's nobody's been able to beat him deep. Like six or seven, I think. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been around for a while. He's um same draft that we got Ronnie Stanley. In. Yes, correct. Um, so I think they're like, you know what? We got to beat him downfield one more time, and so what ended up happening was Joe Burrow started holding onto the ball longer. I think by almost a second and a half. Wow. Yeah. So he was holding onto the ball, but but like if you still think about it, he was holding onto the ball for about three seconds, Mm -hmm. three and a half seconds. That's still not a lot of time. But then again, Aaron Donald trains with people that are like throwing knives at him everybody's seen him shirtless as a super bowl dude is 320 10% body fat yeah he is a beast specimen he's a beast of a man i watched an interview that he did it was him it was um oh man he was on barstool's podcast oh yeah him and uh him and dk they're talking about they're talking about who can bench more he
1: can sure to bench 600 pounds yeah dk was super confident then and then he said that he's like wait you could you could bench 600 pounds
0: he's talking about how you can bench 600 pounds and then he proceeded to eat pizza hut and drink nesquik like what kind of what kind of dumb shit is this anyway
1: regardless um you give guys like that enough time of course they're gonna start getting home and you start giving sean mcveigh time to think about how to get that pass rush after him which they figured it out they, yes the, they did the Bengals' right guard is shit yeah they, and they it, attacked him now, to, now to be fair, that, that offensive line played a
0: lot better than I thought they would. Uh-huh. Because if if Joe Burrow is starting, to, like if Joe Burrow takes about three seconds to get the ball out of his hands, every single play, dude, he gets sacked at least fourteen times. Yeah, and I think he only got sacked seven
1: in a quarter and a half. Mm-hmm.
0: That's nuts to think about.
1: Yeah, I mean they, they I mean they got after him.
0: <laughs> which, which <sighs> another thing, I don't know why the Bengals were just up and abandon the run. I don't know. Because Joe Mixon was being very, very effective. Joe Mixon was playing his way to become a Super Bowl MVP.
1: Yeah. And then he wasn't even in for the last drive. Which blows my mind. Like,
0: nothing against Samaj P. Ryan. That's 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 one of your OU boys. Sure is. I know you got a loss, I know, I know you have support for him. But why would you not have Joe Mixon in the game? He's the best running back on the on the field. Mm-hmm. He was playing the best. He's top
1: five running back in the league this year.
0: Joe Mixon, 15 carries, 72 yards. He was averaging about five yards a carry. Why is he not on the field?
1: For third and one.
0: For third and one. Are you kidding me? You tell me Samaj P. Ryan's the guy. Samaje nah. P-, P. Ryan had two carries for zero yards.
1: He got targeted once. He got stopped by Aaron Donald with one fucking hand. Like come on, Joe Mixon can run through one one of Aaron Donald's hands. That dude, that dude can lower his shoulder and lay this loose in fucking wood. This is
0: the thing, Joe Mixon was Joe Mixon at least would have the the know the know like, hey Aaron Donald's gonna hold of me. I might want to dive forward. Yeah, I might want to reach the ball out. Joe it, if Mixon's that, a dog. At that at that point, you know your momentum stopped. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, like like if Aaron Donald gets a hold of you, you're not moving.
1: No, that's like, another like, OU like, boy I got
0: love
2: for. Like
1: it. if you if you just go boop boop, you're done. Hmm. Um. I said it uh, in, in a chat with, with uh, Brandon and Timmy, and uh, I was like, bad teams make bad decisions. Yeah. And then Brandon was like, that's an awfully bold statement coming from a Ravens fan.
0: Well, like,
1: pipe down there, okay? <laughs> and then he's like, wait, what color was the Gatorade? And I was like, blue. He's like, fuck. like, that's what you get for bringing up the Ravens. Yeah, idiot. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> tap the brakes there, okay? Don't <laughs> be throwing shit
1: on my team, okay? And then uh, Reno, last night, we were going to hop on and play a little Warzone, and uh, we were like, yeah, you ready to get on? He's like, hold on, I'm dropping a Mac Jones in the toilet. <laughs>
0: you said that, right now? Yeah. That's funny.
1: It's because Brandon's a Patriots fan. Yes. And I was like, damn, all right, man, my man woke up and chose violence.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> so, pause a second, okay? Let's just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's just, let's just, let's
0: just rewind for a moment. We got to reset. Yeah, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to reset. Ravens are not a bad team. Okay. I'll
2: just put that out there. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How
0: about that? Um honestly, bold take. I'm gonna i I'm gonna say it right now.
1: Next year, Cincinnati shits to bed. I don't think it's a bold take. I Sh- think it's I think it's the truth. Shits to bed, man. I think they get humbled real fucking quick. Real fast. Real fast. They caught lightning. They play they got hot when they needed to be hot. They played good football. Um they're gonna be humbled.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna attempt to piece together an entirely new offensive line, but then again, I don't know who actually is gonna go want to go play in Cincinnati. Honestly, I also don't know I don't I don't know how many good offensive linemen are are in this year's free agent class. I know Brandon Schrafe is the dude from Washington, mm-hmm. which our man our man Timber he's not a very big fan of him. I I like him personally. I think he's an effective player when he's healthy. That's another guy with Asher next to his name. Yep. we had this conversation. We were when we were at his at his casa for poker night, which yes. I got ran through. But anyway, that's beside the that point. <laughs> Look, I'm just keeping the stack, man. You are. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, so I think he's really like the only good offensive lineman that's going to be ava- going to become available. Of course, Orlando Brown. He's like he's he never inked a new deal with uh with the Chiefs. Um, but I think they'll franchise tag him and retain him. Um of course you have Bradley Bozeman for the Ravens, but we're not gonna let him
1: walk. I think we re-signed him.
0: I agree. There's rumors that Ryan Jensen from the um Bucks. From the Bucks is gonna become available. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. So I mean I I, I really think that the Bengals are gonna have to piece together the majority of their offensive line through the draft, which is not easy to do. No. Stop. Their best off offensive lineman is Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams is not like Jonah Williams plays in the NFL. I don't follow a whole lot of Bengals football just because they were so spastic over the last three years that I didn't, I like, I really didn't have to follow him too closely. But he's their best offensive lineman, albeit he's a pretty good one. But, but dude, I mean, if like if you don't find a way to protect Joe Burrow, you're done.
1: You're done. Yeah, he already just sprained his MCL in the Super Bowl. Is that what happened to him? Yeah, it was a sprained MCL. God, I don't know how Matt Stafford didn't break his leg on that play either. Yeah, that was scary. Ugh, that could have been really, really bad. (laughs) Could
0: you imagine both backups playing in that game? Oh, God. I'd probably throw up. (laughs) I don't even know who they are. I couldn't tell you either. Wouldn't have been good. No. Speaking of Stafford, do you think he's All-Famer now?
1: So, this was brought up due to Richard Sherman being a little turkey leg.
0: Yeah, I mean dude corners are so cocky i love it but i hate it
1: yeah anyway well he was basically saying like the old players they used to have to like really really earn it we're just throwing out hall of fame like all willy-nilly to anybody um so with that being said we decided to pull up a little career statistics for matt stafford and and, uh we'll see so matthew stafford has played in 182 games through 13 seasons he is completing 63 percent of his passes Four, just shy, five yards shy, of 50,000 yards passing. He's averaging 7.3 yards per pass. He has 323 touchdowns and 161 interceptions. His longest is 87 yards. He's been sacked 415 times, and his passer rating career is 91.1. Now you can add a Super Bowl ring. In there, he is a Super Bowl champion. What do you think?
0: So I say yes, personally. Um, I don't think he's
1: a first ballot, but I
0: think he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, I disagree. I definitely think he is a first ballot Hall of Famer because of the fact that he's a quarterback. Hmm. I like quarterback is a, such a premium nowadays. Like I, I think he definitely is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, what I'm about to do is here's another guy who's actually played 13. He played 13 seasons in the NFL. Okay. Joe Namath. Okay. NFL Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He had a QB. He, he had a quarterback rating of 65.5. Uh, he threw 173 touchdowns and 220 interceptions. Uh, 27,663 yards. He went 62, 63, and 4. Had a completion percentage of 50.1. Granted, the NFL was very, very different when Joe Namath was playing. But Joe Namath was the first ballot Hall of Famer. Hmm. Here's Richard Sherman saying Oh, the guys in the old days. Oh, yeah, they had to um you know, they had to uh they'd work for it. What the fuck did Joe Namath do? <laughs> Honestly. No, you're not wrong. Dude, here's 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 another guy I'm throwing out a name for. What about Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco has better numbers than Joe Namath over his entire career. I'll pull up Joe, Joe Flacco's numbers. Let me hear him. I'm all about this. <sighs> Shout out Wikipedia for giving me all this information.
1: Joe Flacco had one of the best Super Bowl runs of all time.
0: Yeah, and also, we're going to we're going to we're just going to end something right now. Everybody was calling Joe Burrow Joe Cool during the playoffs. Fuck that. Joe Flacco is the only Joe Cool. I've been told that I use the f bomb a lot on this podcast. Genuinely, fuck that. Because Joe Flacco is the only Joe Cool that has ever played in the postseason. Okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that out there. I'm gonna make that very very well known. And uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> Joe Burrow's never throwing 11 <laughs> touchdowns, zero interceptions in a playoff run to beat Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I'm sorry, I'm Phillip Rivers. I don't uh Mostly because all three of those quarterbacks are retired, but Wait, what happened now? I said like Joe Flacco, he beat Phillip Rivers. Or no. Was it Andrew Locke? He beat Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady. Yes. And then the San Francisco and, and, and the San Francisco forty ers threw eleven touchdowns and no interceptions. Joe Burrow will never do that.
0: So here so Joe Flacco went ninety eight and seventy eight in his career, 4,120... 4, 41,269 yards complete uh, passing. 227 touchdowns to 144 interceptions at a passer rating of 84.2. Now, this is the thing. Joe Flacco will not be a Hall of Famer. Nope, I think he should be, but he won't be. His numbers are better than Joe Namath. He played in a more passing time in the NFL. One Super Bowl MVP. had arguably the greatest postseason run of NFL history. I have those numbers up in front of me as well. He threw 11, for 1,140 yards, 11 touchdowns, no picks, pass a rating of 117.2. The only other quarterback who's thrown for 11 touchdowns and 0 interceptions in the playoffs, I think until Patrick Mahomes did it. I could be wrong. Mm, I have no clue. I think, he, I think he may have done it this off season, or this postseason. I very, very well could be wrong. But no, Patrick Mahomes had an interception. Or he was on pace. He was on pace to break it. Hmm. Maybe. I, I I don't know, regardless. But the only other quarterback who's
2: done that is Joe Montana.
1: Joe Joe Montana. Joe Montana.
0: Also, I mean I mean Joe Flacco did third for fifty his completion percentage during the during that postseason run was fifty seven point nine, which is uh, not that good. <laughs> but see, it's crazy. People are like, oh man, Joe Flacco got carried by a good defense. The stats say otherwise. Stats say otherwise, man. St- I, I, I mean, I could, I could, like, I'm, I'm one of the bigger um, advocates of Joe Flacco. There is, like, he is one of my, like, he's, like, he's my favorite Raven of all time. Uh, so, Joe, if you happen to be listening to this, I'm a very, very big fan personally. We got your back, we, it, dude. We definitely do got your back. Um, dude, he has so many, like, like I'm looking, I'm looking right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8 9 10 11 12 Joe Flacco owns 12 NFL records. Damn. Including the fastest quarterback to throw for 5 touchdowns in a game. I remember watching that game against the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, we beat the shit out of them. 16 minutes and 3 seconds. He he could have I thought he was actually going to break the NFL record. I thought most. he was going to shatter it. And then I think we pulled him and we put Tyrod Taylor in.
0: Yeah. But anyway, damn
1: it. So, while we're talking about quarterback controversy, do you think uh it's it's rumored that the Colts are going to move one from Carson Wentz, and they they could cut him by I believe it's March fifteenth and save a lot of money in cap space, or they could trade him. Do you think they do it? Do you think it's the right move
0: to get rid of him? Yes. Yeah. I really? Know. Yeah. Okay. Um. See, this I think this is the thing with Carson Wentz. He's never been the guy. Like like he had one good season. Okay. That was the year he almost won. He, Should have won MVP. Should have won MVP. If he didn't get hurt, he would have won MVP. Um, That was the year that uh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. He hasn't been right since. So, um, I think they got to move on from him.
1: So what if I told you that Carson Wentz threw for 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions on 62% completion? Cool. That's not a bad season.
0: What did Jimmy Garoppolo do? They're gonna move on from him.
1: I don't know what Jimmy Garoppolo did. Well, but they also have Trey Lance that they traded up for, waiting to start. They have Jacob Eason.
0: That's Jacob Eason. No, they don't. They Sam Ellinger. They have both. It's like in.
1: Hmm. He threw two passes, or he threw five passes for him this year. Huh.
0: I I I could have had my information wrong.
1: I think they have both of them. Either way,
0: <sighs> I'm getting rid of him. You're getting rid of him. Yeah. Okay. Because because th- this is the thing with Carson Wentz, he's very limited in what he can do. Because Carson Wentz is not one of those guys that takes a lot of chances downfield anymore. So, like Carson Wentz is, he's very like he limits your offense almost. Sorry, that was a little loud. Yeah. What that are you was, doing over there? I don't know. It was kind of bothering me. But... Did you take your ADHD medicine today? I don't have ADHD. At Maybe least... you should. <laughs> <laughs> At least diagnose ADHD. <laughs> um. Like like he's he's just gonna limit what you can do, man. I think you move on from him. Bring in something different. Move in a new direction. It's a new coach. Stop drinking that watered-down soda. I need to wet my whistle. Oh, my God. Drink some water. It basically is. (laughs) That, you big dummy. No. Oh, God. (laughs) We're flying off the rails now. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, the Colts don't have a first-round pick to go get a quarterback.
0: I don't think you need a first-round pick to go get a quarterback.
1: Mm. I mean, I... I don't know. We'll uh, we'll talk about how many quarterbacks we think go in the first round.
0: Yeah, fair. Now, 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 there's a difference. There's a there's the amount of quarterbacks that you think go that we think go in the first round. Is there's amount the amount of quarterbacks that I think go in the first round?
1: I don't. I think this is about all that should go in the first round.
0: I think five go in the first round.
1: I, I think that's too many. Well, you're probably right. So let's get into it. We did uh we did an entire first round
0: the poppy and home sports lab mock draft
1: 2.0 2.0 the entire first round i know we got we only gave you guys a little taste last time um i'm just gonna roll through it because we are moving yeah. on was, time here i was
0: gonna say for the second time just just hit it hit us hit us hit us with a with a few of them okay we are not going to do the whole thing so <clears> no I, I can run it through I, keep, I can run it through all i keep kicking you much Guy. I know.
1: Jeez. Number one overall pick, Evan you, Neal. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, two to the Lions. Kyle Hamilton, three to the Texans. Kavon Thibodeau, number four to the Jets. Akeem Aquanu, number five to the Giants. George Carliftis, number six to the Panthers. Derek Stingley Jr., number seven to the Giants. Ahmad Gardner, eight to the Falcons. Matt Corral, nine to the Bucks or Jesus, the Broncos. Come um, on, man, lock it in. I can't. Charles Cross, number 10 to the Jets. Malik Willis, number 11 to the Commanders. Tyler Lindenbaum, number 12 to the Vikings. Garrett Wilson, number 13 to the Browns. Nicoby Dean, 14 to the Ravens. Devin Lloyd, Lloyd, 15 to the Eagles. Trent McDuffie, 16 to the Eagles. Andrew Booth Jr., 17 to the Chargers. Drake London, 18 to the Saints. Trevon Walker, 19 to the Eagles. Kenny Pickett, 20 to the Steelers. Chris Alave, 21 to the Patriots. Jamison Williams, 22 to the Raiders. Kenyon Green, 23 to the Cardinals. David Ajobo, 24 to the Cowboys. Traylon Burks. Twenty-five to the Bills, Jermaine Johnson the second, twenty-six to the Titans, Jordan Davis, twenty-seven to the Bucks, Trevor Penning, twenty-eight to the Packers, Bernhard Raymond, twenty-nine to the Dolphins, Kyrie Elam, thirty to the Chiefs, Zion Johnson, thirty-one to the Bengals, and Sam Howell, thirty second to the Lions.
0: So what we had four quarterbacks go there? Yes. I think the only one missing is Desmond Ritter.
1: Uh yeah, Who's, who, who who is so. who,
0: who is also projected to be a first yeah, Corral Pickett How and Malik. Williams. I personally think Desmond Ritter could go to the um to the Saints. I think the uh, I think the Buccaneers might have liked might have liked what they saw, um, out of Jameis Winston enough to try and possibly make an offer on him. Mm-hmm. So that although I did say Kyle Trask, but um, um. Honestly, my favorite my favorite pick from the mock draft that we did, I think is an, I think it would end up being an absolute steal is uh, Jameson Williams going to the Raiders.
1: I mean, he had a tw- he's tore his ACL in the playoffs there, so it's probably, right. It's, so, he, his draft stock falls.
0: Yeah, so his draft stock definitely falls. I think he actually is a top ten player if he's um if he's healthy if he's healthy. Yeah, so getting him at the end of the first round, I think uh, I think Josh McDaniels would love that. Um, but you know. There's still there's still a lot more things to come. I think we, I think we will actually see a trade in the offseason mm-hmm. come up. I think somebody's gonna try and jump up to try and get a quarterback. Uh, hint hint, Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, you think you think Pittsburgh's going to?
0: I th- I I think Pittsburgh tries to jump into the top ten to actually get a quarterback. That's just my personal opinion.
1: I think there's a few guys that are high on there and they're not pressed on moving.
0: Yeah. Um. So. Let us know what you think of the mock draft. Um. It's just 2.0. We'll do another one in about a month's time.
1: Yeah, we'll give us give ourselves some more time to go over it too, instead of me just through it.
0: Yeah. Um. Sound like poo Heisty out here.
1: I am pooch Heisty. <laughs> no, You're not. Oh shit, my fault.
0: Yeah, it is your fault, idiot.
1: Okay, so some more quarterback controversy going on. Um, Kyler Murray scrubbed all of his social medias of anything Arizona Cardinals related. And uh, well, so did Hollywood Brown, unfortunately. Yeah, so did Hollywood Brown. It, it was rumored that Hollywood <laughs> was going to retire from football for a gaming career, which, which sounds absurd. It does, especially it's, like this. is The thing:
0: if Hollywood Brown was on the was a first rounder playing on the, like playing at the level that Miles Boykin is, I get it. But dude, just caught ninety passes, over a thousand yards, double-digit touchdowns. Like, why would you retire? Like, 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 like you're gonna get paid in two years' time. You don't have, you don't, you, dude, you don't have to play video games. You can do that in the fucking off season.
1: This is still the most sane thing that the Brown family has done in a few years.
0: That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will, I will give you that. That's that's, that's probably the most CTE less thing I've I've heard come out of the come out of the Brown
1: Brown family. So, but yeah. I mean, it sounds absurd. Then again, it's—I mean—it's kind of believable at the same time, especially because like he did scrub all of his uh, socials of anything um, Raven-related. He did leave OU stuff up. And see, like another like another thing that makes it somewhat really, like believable is the fact
0: that Lamar Jackson was throwing the off-season. Duvernay was there. Prochet was there. Bateman was there. Hollywood wasn't. Uh, was it Jordan
1: Lasley was there too? Of all people. Of all people. Yeah. But not Hollywood. And we've seen it in the past seasons. Hollywood and Lamar are inseparable in the offseason.
0: Right. So it is a little bit concerning. Also, I don't know if you saw this or not. Did you know that uh, Lamar Jackson was with, was with Antonio Brown before the Super Bowl? Yeah. Him and Kanye West. Which uh, concerns me a little, for, especially for uh, Lamar's mental state. There's
1: <laughs> two of the most unstable people in the country. <laughs> yes. But then again, at the same time... Um, I'd like to be a fly on the wall of that conversation Oh good grief are you kidding me here in those three dude I'd love to be a fly there um so well um if he does if, if Hollywood does end up
0: retiring number one, i I'll be incredibly disappointed I'm a very very big fan of Hollywood, but um I, I know some people aren't just because of the whole drop thing but I was
1: Absolutely. I loved when we drafted him. You wanted I know you wanted DK. I wanted Hollywood. That was just me being OU bias over the years. It I, works
0: out now because I, I I think Hollywood is a lot better than DK Metcalf.
1: Yeah, that
0: I, and that and that says something. But ho- the, but then again, Hunter Renfro also showed up DK Metcalf this entire season too.
1: That's fair. Hollywood has kind of irked me with some of the drops. Like some of them are like. Like, Brother, those are catchable balls, right? And especially after his comments of taking to Twitter and like calling out uh, the Ravens and stuff like that, like you have all these soldiers, but you don't use them, and then like he goes out the next game or next three games and drops a bunch of balls. I'm like, yeah, come on, man! Like, I think it's just a big thing to do with, with, with maturity. I yeah.
0: Mean, like like it like it is what it is. again his cousin's Antonio Brown.
1: But he's still been a very good receiver for us. Yeah. He's had a few games where I want to smack him upside the head and be like, Come on, dude, you're better than this. But
0: there's some there's some games where I want to smack him on the ass and say, Holy shit.
1: Dude, good fucking game.
0: Yeah, like 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 good like good game, man. Um if he does happen to retire, I honestly won't be mad if we attempt to bring in Antonio Brown at that point. Although I
1: don't think we will. I think we draft a receiver at fourteen.
0: Oh, no way. Could happen. Uh like like of like of all things.
1: No, there's so many free
0: agent wide receivers we could go and get. Besides, like we can get, like we can get somebody on the, on the back end of the first round. Like we're not gonna take, a, dude. At that point, we're taking a wide receiver in the first round three out of four years. That's too many for me. Same thing happened to Detroit Lions. They took a wide receiver in the first round three years in a row. Took Roy Williams, someone else, and Calvin Johnson. Granted, one of those worked out. The other two. Not as much. Roy Williams had a good career, but like then again, at the same time, bad teams make bad decisions. The Ravens are not a bad team, so, no, not, no, so they're I, I, don't, not. I don't think that happens. Do I think we draft a wide receiver? It's possible, but not in the first round. That's um, fair. But to pivot, an OU teammate of Hollywood's Kyler Murray, he scrubbed he scrubbed all his socials of the Cardinals, left up his OU stuff. Um, I heard that's actually a bad relationship.
1: Yeah. Uh I
0: Heard. I sound like I sound like Schefter. Good grief. I've read that it's that it's not a good relationship. Yeah, that he, he's, he's he felt fru- like he was
1: scapegoated for the playoff loss. Yeah,
0: but he feels very, very frustrated.
1: Uh he's very frustrated with them. There was it was reported that he wanted the Cardinals to trade for CeeDee Lamb, um, former OU teammate. I think CeeDee Lamb's a great wide receiver, great young wide receiver, he's gonna have a bright future. And for that reason there is no shot in hell that Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys get rid of him. Jerry
0: Jones has done a lot of dumb stuff during his time as the owner. As, as the owner of the Cowboys, that is one thing that I don't think will happen. No. I think he's more likely to trade away uh Amari Cooper before he trades away C D Lamb. I think you're right. Um yeah, any any of you Cardinals fans out there, this is this is my personal opinion. Holman may or may not agree with me. I think you're in trouble. No, I agree. Because as last time I checked, he's still an active member of the Oakland Athletics too.
1: He is, and he's also a uh, pretty big piece of Phase uh, Clan. So he's got. He some, might go play some video he's, games.
0: He's got some different options. If I'm if I'm the Cardinals, I'm doing everything possible to make him happy. And one thing is, one thing to make him happy is not signing fucking JJ Watt to play for the team. Like, what is JJ Watt going to do? They need an offensive line. I think they need help. With, I think they still need help with wide receiver because. Unfortunately, now I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be getting to a point of his career where the
1: injuries are going to start taking a toll on him. Well, I think it's just also the way the league's going, where it's less physical, and he's a very physical wide receiver. So, right. Um,
0: so, yeah. If like any of you Cardinals fans out there, I think you're in trouble. Genuinely.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. Mm.
1: What do you think here? You want you want to get into the? Uh... The laughable moments here.
0: Well, so so yeah, kind of the, kind of the pivot into the laughable moments. Um, at some point we do plan on start start to talk about the NHL. Um, we're not start today.
1: I have it. I have under there. Probably should start getting into this. Yeah. So uh, so with the, ML,
0: <laughs> with the MLB looking like it's not about to start playing, at some point we're gonna start running out of shit to talk about the NFL. Um,
1: at least basketball and hockey. Yep. Got. It. Um. <laughs> granted, we could do an hour of uh of we, basketball. We
0: could we could do an hour of the NBA, no problem. But we gotta throw some hockey in there. So I so it's coming. Trust it's coming. Trust and believe it is but, coming.
1: But we're not done with football yet. So Sam Acho on Get Up. I believe it was Get Up. It was Get Up or first. It was first take. My fault. We first should take. We should have done this earlier because now we're gonna have a whole debate about it. I know. <laughs> this is gonna be like a two-hour episode um we apologize in advance we do even though currently we're in the middle of it so sam macho if you made it
0: if you made it this far we appreciate you though
1: we absolutely fucking do yeah uh on first take said that patrick mahomes was not a top five quarterback in the nfl his list in order from one to five is josh allen justin herbert matthew stafford aaron Rodgers. And Joe Burrow,
0: dude, Sam Acho must be spoken some crack.
1: Dude is fucking high.
0: So, so we, so we decided to take matters into our own hands here. We, you and I, literally just did the exact same thing at the exact same time. Sure just, did. Just pivoted into our own list. Um, so I'm going to defer to you first. What we decided to do was we decided to make our own top five list of quarterbacks that we did that we have in the league. I also do have some honorable mentions on there in the exact order that I think they come in too. So, um, so a little bit of a, I don't know if I'm one upping you or not.
1: Okay. Well, so starting at five, little hometown bias here, Lamar Jackson. Okay, dudes won a unanimous MVP. Yep, he was having a very good season. I did see, I, st- I did see that somebody like somebody was talking about
0: the Ravens offseason. season. It was like like a fan page on Instagram, mm-hmm. and somebody said Lamar Jackson is going to have to be playing for his contract. I'll repeat that again. Lamar Jackson is going to have to be playing for his contract, which I think is. I didn't look up the word of the day, erroneous. That's not the word of the day, but I think that it's so out of left field. It's asinine. Oh, that's completely asinine. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we're nowhere without Lamar Jackson. We just saw what happened if we don't have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. We just lost seven straight games for the first time in the John Harbaugh era. Mm Mm-hmm. In 12 years, we had never lost seven straight games. Yep. Not even the year we went four and 12.
1: Yep. So. I have Lamar at five. Okay. I just, I, I just had to get that out there. Yep. yep. Sorry. Yep. I knew that one was going to spark. I got a lot of built-up aggression
0: right now for some unknown reason.
1: I knew that one was going to spark something. It's
0: probably this energy drink. I got to go work out soon. I'm going to
1: just punch a wall.
0: Uh, my head's going to explode.
1: I got Matthew Stafford at four. Wow. Okay. Yep. Josh Allen at three. Okay. Patrick Mahomes at two. Okay. Aaron Rodgers at one.
0: Okay. So our top three is actually the exact same. So yeah. So my top three, I have Josh Allen, the brother of Jackson Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions: seven and six. I got Lamar at seven, okay, and I got Dak Prescott at six. Um, number five is Justin Herbert, and then this is a quarterback that everybody forgets about because of what's going on with him. But when he's playing, the Sean Watson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He's a good quarterback. Um I know I know we were running down the list earlier today of who of who's the starter of each team. Of course, he's not the starter of the Houston Texans because of the legal things that he has going on and it's in all likelihood it's looking like he is going to be traded at some point. I think the I think the Texans are finally ready to move on from him. He said he wanted to go to the Vikings or the Buccaneers. <sighs> wow, that's a lot different than the Panthers and the Dolphins <laughs> that he mentioned last season. Very much different. He's just he's just moving through them all now at this point, isn't he? Um but I mean whatever ends up happening with that legal situation that he's got going on. If he, if he ends up playing again, which I, I I think will end up working to the point where he will end up playing again in the NFL. Um, but I think once he does start playing again, he's going to be, he's going to remind everybody like, Hey, like I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still one of the more, I'm still, I'm still one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. And I'm about to show everybody why. So, yeah. Um, that actually wasn't as big of a debate as I thought it would be.
1: Yeah. We got through it. Well, we knew we didn't have the time to. Right. We could have.
0: And and pl- you and I are pretty much on the same page with, with a lot of people. Like, yeah. I, like, I'm pretty sure the only person you didn't have in your t- Well, I didn't have Herbert.
2: I didn't have Stafford or Lamar.
0: And so, you didn't have Watson.
2: Nope. I was just going off, like, current players that are
1: playing. Cool. Gotcha. Um,
0: I guess it took a cop out, though, but anyway.
1: It's okay. An hour after the Super Bowl had ended. Within an hour, Eli Apple was trending on Twitter with seventeen thousand tweets. Within an hour, an hour after the Super Bowl was over,
0: dude, it's crazy. We were watching Pat McAfee a little, a little bit before, uh a little bit today before we uh, went out and got our uh, our Taco Bell, which is just one of the most fantastic decisions I've made all week. But anyway,
1: you're welcome. I talked you into it. <laughs> yeah,
0: you did. Unfortunately, um like i love how everybody just has this one united front against eli apple
1: i literally said it at work to a patient who was a who's a big uh football fan he's a big ravens fan as well um i was like it's funny as a country we couldn't be more divided (laughs) right now but But there's every (laughs) of all people to bring us together it's eli apple to that dude, we gotta give him like a Nobel Peace Prize or something for this. We have to.
0: Because this is the thing. Everybody's like, oh man, Donald Trump ruined this country. Well now it's gotten worse thanks to thanks to Bivan. <laughs> <laughs> Biven. Yeah. The, the, um
1: Like we couldn't be more divided as a. We could not be
0: more divided, but everybody, a united front.
1: Fucking hates the, Eli
0: Apple. Hates Eli Apple. My cousin Tyler sent me this video of Eli Apple. Getting hit by a car, and it was literally some Hyundai just hitting the shit out of a trash can. <laughs> I saw some restaurant serving the Eli Apple special, which was literally just two pieces of two pieces
1: of burnt toast. McCole Harman took and fries. To Twitter. yeah McCole Harman took to Twitter, flashed in the Super Bowl ring, shitting on him. The Ravens entire starting roster. Pretty much. (laughs) Rashad Bateman just tweeted an Apple with a period after it. Hollywood said something Apple Pack going to be hitting in L.A. (laughs) And then Lamar tweeted a GIF of him sitting on the bench smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Like, everybody unanimously came through on Twitter and shat on Eli Apple.
0: But see, here's the thing. This is is also something that people have to remember as well. The list of people who have actually been been fortunate enough to go to a Super Bowl, let alone play, let alone start in a Super Bowl. It's very, very small. Very, very small. That's not to take away from what Eli Apple has done in his career. I mean, congratulations to him for even playing in the Super Bowl. Like, I'll never even get to sniff a seat from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not paying six grand for a seat. Hell no. Unless we take off like fucking Pat McAfee did, which is possible. You never know. Um, It may or may not happen. But, congratulations to him for making the Super Bowl. But, also, Thank you. Because you are the funniest thing in sports right now. I love it.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, we gotta give him a Nobel Peace Prize. Because he united the country when we could not have been more separated.
0: And like he he even took to Twitter and he's like, he's like, hey, fuels me, yada yada. You can say what you want. I don't care. Right. But like I'm like 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 after he tweeted that, I'm pretty sure he was trending again because I think people were just like, shut up. Dude, shut up. Just shut your mouth. A, oh god it's
1: enough out of you
0: yeah like 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 we're like we're done with you another thing that really brings people together is a sixteen tall at, <laughs> at the waste management open the waste management open that's played in <laughs> phoenix isn't it uh yeah so the waste management open it, it, it's a P, <laughs> PG, pga stop that Will you stop? No. I'm about to take your cup away from you. Shut <laughs> up and talk. Um it's a uh it's a it's a, P- it's a PGA Tour event held in Phoenix. Um and on the 16th, it's like surrounded by a huge grandstand. Like I'm pretty sure something like 30 or 40,000 people can fit into that one area.
1: I think it's the biggest grandstand in golf.
0: It's it easily the biggest grandstand in golf. So that place, that place literally is like rowdier than a frat house on a Friday night. Yep. Like, it is crazy. Like, there were two golfers, like, take, like popping their tops off.
1: Swinging them around.
0: Swinging them, swinging them around. No care in the world. Like, I'm pretty sure the fans were actually throwing bottles of beer on at the course.
1: They were. Somebody uh, <laughs> somebody got a home in on it, and they all oh, went nuts. They went nuts. They just started throwing their beer cans, cups, trash all over the fucking green. The and Greens the keeper, golfers eat it up. Oh, they did. They were loving it. The greenskeeper was like, God damn it. The worst part is, I think it happened three times that weekend. Oh, somebody hold out! No, 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 no! Oh, they just—they they were, just, th- were throwing shit on there. Yeah, they just threw trash on there. Like you said, though, there was the one time they both—you know—they finished the hole. They both popped their tops off and are just like, "Woo!" Like yeah. girls gone wild type shit all over the green. People are just throwing their trash on it. At this point, the greens keepers just got to be like, "Go back to your shanties!" <laughs> like Shooter McGavin. <laughs> this is goddamn you, people! This is golf. <laughs> Come to your shanties, come to your shanties.
0: <laughs> I saw two, I saw two big bikers, two big bikers having sex in the woods. How <laughs> no, hard it is to focus on hitting your golf ball when, you're, when there's two big bikers having sex? God damn. <laughs> oh, Mista, Mista, come on, man. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, I mean, this, the six, the sixteenth of the Westminster, uh, Westminster. I see, I see, WM. <laughs>
1: w- waste management.
0: Really throwing me off. The sixteenth hole. What is the name of that course?
1: Um, I think it's TPC Scottsdale. I,
0: I, th- I think you're right. You and, I, you and I have played enough golf video games. We all, don't, we all know what those are I think point. it's Scottsdale. Um, the, six, the 16th of TPC Scottsdale. You don't even have to be a fan of golf. If you just go and experience it, you're going to have a blast. Yep. Like You can know nothing about golf, but literally, all you have to do is just react how everybody else reacts, and you're going to have a great time. I drink some beer drinks a beer like literally as soon as you see one cup fly just start letting them rip because at this point if it happened three times in on one weekend best believe you can do it whenever you want
1: let it rip tater chip
0: yeah. that's new <laughs> first time i heard that
1: that's a baseball thing
2: i didn't play baseball so grip it and rip it was a good one too we're about to grip it and rip it tomorrow that's a sentence i'm just
0: saying we're gonna i mean
1: yeah you're coming to work out
0: yeah Using Farm you, day, baby. Using the fat for uh. Dude,
1: these things are fucking sweet.
0: I'm a little nervous, man. I don't know what to expect. Ah,
1: just, just expect a real good workout. Bring some of that pump formula. I'm gonna bring mine. I'm out of it. I gotta get more. No, I'll, I'll, I'll supply your addiction there. I
0: gotta get a new. I gotta get, get a new shaker too. Mine's get, Mine's got like all nasty and stuff like that.
1: Use code T20W Holman.
0: <laughs> Use code T20W Holman on RedCod.1 one for all of your supplement needs. Yep. Pullman is actually sitting here wearing the Black Friday Redcon 1 t-shirt. Sure's tits M. I only know that it is the Black Friday shirt because I have the exact same one. You also have one. I also have one. Shirts fit great. Sups are great. I love them. Keeps me up at night. <laughs> Just love it. That's so. Allo- Allows me to go to the gym and harm myself in the most positive way possible.
1: They got good stuff, um, and they are avid supporters of the military, which I'm all about. Yes, they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, avid supporters of the military.
1: I'm all about that. So that is it for all the sports talk, and we're going to get the hell out of here before we produce a two-hour episode, because we are probably, it's probably going to end up about a, a, a buck fifty-four.
0: Yeah, so we had a, <laughs> we had a, we had a lot to talk about. We kind of did it like a real deep dive in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I did a deep dive into the Super Bowl. I think that's the most analytical I've gotten since I started. Analytical is not even the, mo- the right word to say. Because I,
2: I
1: didn't talk numbers. I don't know if it's... Fuck it. Ignore me. I don't know if it is or isn't the right word.
0: I don't know anymore. I just work
1: here. I just work here. So let's get on out of here. Let's, uh, let's get on with the night. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you guys. Thanks, guys.